Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 33 of the Cross Media Show. Today's topic is Godzilla versus Kong, in case you haven't realized. Uh, before we get into it, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to give us a like and subscribe to help support us and see more great content like our new Marvel-centric show, the Marvel Mondays Initiative, our video game show, the Penultimate Conquest podcast, our uh, and our anime centric show which is anime nation hosted by ryan uh if you've missed out on any of this week's content feel free to check out the website the penultimateconquest.com and check out our vod's and even see the schedule for the rest of the month which has finally been updated it it feels good you know it feels good Uh, if this is your first time watching our content, my name is Ruben. I am the director of the Penultimate Conquest. Today I have gathered a group of people that watched uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, my first host, well, my first guest, sorry, um, is the host of the Awesomely Average show. And one of the hosts of Speaking of Stadia. How you doing, Aaron? I am great. It's good to be back. I'm excited to talk about two monsters throwing down. That's right. So thanks for having me back on. Of course. It's always a pleasure to have you back on. Um, I also have with me my the co-host of the Penultimate Conquest podcast. And, of course, the host of Anime Nation. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Also excited to talk about these big boys just throwing down, getting down dirty. Okay, cool. Another host. God, I keep saying host. I don't know why. Another guest that we have. She's been this on. This means you have to give us all shows. <laughs> oh, okay. I could do that. I could do that. That's fine by me. Um, she's been on the show a couple times before. Uh, she's an incredibly talented artist. You can find her on twitch.tv slash grizzly expressions if I have that correctly. Please welcome back Holland. Holland, how's it going? It's going good. I've, I've missed being on. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has. We should, we need, got to get you back on more shows. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and finally, I've saved the best for last. The man that knows JRPGs like the back of his hand. You could find his hot takes on Twitter at Noisy Shark. John, how's it going? It is going very good. I am very excited to sit here with these fine folks and talk about giant lizard versus big monkey. I'm excited. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. First thing is first. Guys, pick a side. Godzilla versus Kong. Who, we, who, who did we think was going to win this fight? Aaron, let's start with you. I was going for Kong. Okay. I like Kong more personally, okay. um, especially in this universe. Skull Island has been my favorite out of all of them all right. um, until this one. Um, <clears throat> but I won't get into spoilers until we get there. Called this movie beat for beat based off the trailer. Oh, that's upsetting. All the way to the final climax. Oh, <laughs> I was like, this is exactly how this is going to go down. That's really And it upsetting. did. Well, I mean, is it upsetting or is it a good thing? I was fine with it. Um, I had shared my theory with my wife and like not really thinking about like my nine-year-old was around and he had been listening. So when we watched it, he leaned over during the big climax and he was like, wow, 
everything you said came true. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's because your father is a genius. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, Godzilla or Kong? Which one are you picking? Oh, Godzilla. Oh. Easy. The atomic breath size difference. Ah, oh, Godzilla had this okay. from the beginning. Okay. Holland, Godzilla or Kong? Um, at first, I mean, whenever I saw like the trailers and just from the way I grew up, I was always rooting for Godzilla. But, um, I actually hadn't seen Skull Island until like a week before this movie. Okay. And that changed my mind. <laughs> so I was definitely rooting for Kong. Okay, good. And finally, John. Godzilla or Kong? So, uh, obviously everyone's going to point out that Godzilla can shoot radioactive blasts from his mouth, but as this movie shows us, King Kong is capable of using tools, and we also saw that in Kong Skull Island. And in science, uh, animals that can use tools are usually rated above animals that just fight with brute instinct. But I hate a big lizard. I like big lizards, so I'm 100% Godzilla. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> I was rooting for Kong all the way. Like, this guy just wants to be with his family, you know? Just leave him the I fuck know. alone. Um, I did, I I have to preface, I did not watch uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters before this. Uh, just because, like, was it really necessary? Godzilla didn't even really fight most of the monsters I'm hearing. Like, it's kind of bogus. So you've never seen it? I haven't seen Godzilla King of the Monsters now. Oh, I mean, they kind of just walk you through what's important, but they're definitely connected. Oh, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure they are connected. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a cinematic universe that they're going yeah. for. But, like, I don't know. I saw King Kong, uh, Kong, sorry, Kong Skull Island, and it was really okay. <laughs> like I, I guess I'm not a, a big kaiju fan, which is fine. You know, Godzilla was uh, okay too. I definitely liked uh, Skull Island more than uh, Godzilla, though. All right. The first Godzilla movie is boring. Yeah, I'll just say it. Yeah. It's he tries to do the whole like slow reveal of the monster and i i watched all of them leading up to this one and i looked down at my watch and in a two-hour movie i was at the 59 minute mark before i got to see the damn lizard like show me your title character yeah exactly. that's why i'm here <laughs> yep <laughs> my problems with the first godzilla or the 2014 Godzilla is it's trying really hard to be the 50s Godzilla and be like this is a a tonal piece about like a monster that's created by like the faults of humanity and Godzilla has not been that since that one, first movie the next movie is Godzilla versus Anguirus and it's just big monster big dinosaur fight that is what people have wanted from Godzilla ever since for like 90% of Godzilla's history uh, and I don't know why they decided to like try to bring that, bring the like the aged metaphor that doesn't really work with what they were trying to do. Yeah, 
I, I, I don't get it. But I, I also agree with that, that Godzilla 2014 is only good for the last, like, ten minutes of that movie when he gets the atomic breath, finally. That scene's awesome. That scene's worth watching yeah. the movie for. Yeah. But other than that, it's a, it's a slow, agonizing watch. It, it would have been worth it if, like... Because the other thing about the 50s movie is that the parts with the humans have genuinely good acting for a 1950s Japanese horror movie. Um, it's, it's like, it's all about what happens before Godzilla and, like, the undertones of this being post-World War II Japan and recovering and, like, how how this feels sort of, like, the way it felt to be uh, attacked by, like, a, a giant invading force that you have no idea how they work that turns your entire world upside down. If they had made Godzilla 2014 something like that and, like, the actual human interactions worked, it would have felt different, but it felt very generic. And the most interesting character, Brian Cranston, gets killed in the first 15 minutes, and no one lives up to the, him. Like, Elizabeth Olden, Olsen tries her best, but she's given nothing to work with. They're just like, all right, you're in a hospital, things are shaking, uh, be shaken. She's like, I'm shaking. And they're like, good, excellent. Uh, no Oscar, because that's not enough. And it's like, this is every scene. So, I think from what I've seen, from the two movies that I've seen, the only person that lives up to the uh, acting that Brian Cranston does in the original, well, not the original, the 2015, I think, Godzilla, is the little girl in this movie. Which says oh, yeah. a lot. She's in... Uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, and she's the best part of that movie. Yeah. Oh, she is? Oh, fuck. Now I gotta watch that. Really? <clears throat> the little deaf girl is in King of the Monsters? Oh, no. I thought you meant Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, no. <laughs> God, no. She's also trash. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> no, the little deaf girl is yeah. the best part of this movie. <laughs> Who is actually deaf, and I thought that was really cool that they gave her that opportunity. Is. Yeah. I agree, cool. but I have uh, I have some comments about that, though. Okay. Let's hear it. What do you got? Um, I, yes, I am very happy that they got a, a deaf actress to play a deaf character. That is awesome. However, being hard of hearing myself, and I do rely on uh, lip reading a lot for hearing things, and I'm learning ASL because I'm probably going to be deaf in the next 10 years or so, but what I noticed is that they were taking advantage of a deaf story and not making it accept, uh, accessible to deaf people because there are scenes when they're having a deaf, like uh, having a conversation in ASL between these two people, they're focusing on the reaction, the face of the person who is being spoken to and not the hands. You can't see the hands or the lips of the people who are speaking. And I found that really uh, troublesome because when they were on the boat and she was like, why didn't you tell me that Kong, uh, that you taught Kong sign language or whatever. And she's like, he don't want you to know. She would be the mom figure would be saying something to the little girl. And I'm wanting to see, cause it's all very, like those are really simple signs and it's a really simple conversation. So I was trying to read it or speak, listen to it in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But they were focusing from behind her shoulder up, and you would see the tops of the tips of her fingers. And you were seeing the little girl's reaction. And then whenever the little girl would begin speaking back to the mom, 
you were getting back her reaction, but not the actual signs. And it's like, yeah, sure. They put, um, they put the captions. Yeah. Down for you to follow along and read, but you're already using a deaf storyline. You're using that in there. You have a deaf actress, you have all of these elements you've put in that time and that work. And then you didn't make it accessible for people who are deaf, and that is their language, to actually engage with their language for the majority of the time. Okay. My rant is over. No, it, it's... But that was... I, I agree with you on that. I also think, from a film perspective, it is a lot more visually interesting to see them speaking with their hands, because that is also a form of... Since, since you speak with your hands in that situation them moving their hands is a form of facial expression. It is a form of acting. And so I agree that it would have been nice to focus more on the hands as well for that reason. Exactly. Well, and not even just on the hands, but your face is part of your signs too. So it's going to be from here all the way down to, you know, midriff that you're getting all of this information from them. And you can still, like, you can angle it so you get a little bit of this side of the shot of the face to get something of a reaction. But the emotional weight is going to be carried through by the person who is speaking. You don't need a a voice, like, a face that's just watching and, like, you know, gaining that information to, you know, it just give me, let me, let me get that information myself. Let me receive it with the person. Not have to, not... I don't want to read it if it's already in ASL. Yeah. You got a valid points, valid points. Um, did we want to start talking? I guess we kind of already are in initial thoughts. Um, Colin, let's go back. Let's start this with you. What did you think of this movie? Besides the ASL stuff. I I thought it was a good just kind of fight. Carlos loves a good kaiju movie. I love a good disaster movie. So it was just kind of perfect on that front. Okay. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I know that we're going to get into it a little bit later about uh, certain people and storylines being necessary. Um, so I'll kind of get into it there. But um, I think it was a little bit... Mm, longer than it needed to be, but that there were a lot of fights in it, so I was fine. It, it was it, I would watch it again because it was fun to watch. Um, but I, I'm not sure I can call it like a great movie. Um, it's just it's just a good you know beat down. Okay, John, what about you? I really liked this movie. This is my personal favorite, honestly, of the. I've been calling it the Legendary Monsterverse because Legendary Pictures is the one uh, company in charge of all this, tying them together. Uh, I feel that, unlike the other movies, uh, this one, all of the human stuff is much more monster-driven. I feel like the big villainous plot is tied to a specific monster. I don't know if we want to go into that yet, but I feel like because of that, it doesn't feel as annoying when that stuff is happening because you know that it's leading up to the plot twist at the end. Um, 
I, I think some of the attempts of humor are hit and miss, um, but I think all the fight scenes more than make up for it. And I really like how the um, Kong's family is tied together. I like how the movie is really about Kong, and he's our protagonist. And Godzilla is kind of just like a threat looming in the back of the movie the entire time. Okay, cool. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Um, <clears throat> I liked it. I've already watched it twice, actually. Okay. As crazy as that is. I, I watched it once before the kid just to make sure it wasn't going to get too crazy. <clears throat> and then I was totally fine with it. So then we went back and watched it together. Um, I, I liked it because I thought <clears throat> you gave me a really cohesive reason on why these two monsters are going to throw down. It wasn't a deep reason. It was just like, they're alphas. They have to fight. And I was like, right on, man. Why not? Um, and they gave me a decent reason to like care about bringing them together. But I think what really shifted this movie for me versus like King of the Monsters, which I did not like even a little bit, um, it was Kong. I think he humanizes it so much better. And they gave me like a monster to care about. And like he is so humanistic. Um, <clears throat> that I just, I cared so much more about the big battle and what was happening with the monsters. Whereas in King of the Monsters, it was like, I don't care what's happening with the humans. And then we'd get to the monster stuff and I'm like, I don't really care what's happening with these monsters. This one, I at least cared about half. So yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that felt nice. Um, and some of the human characters were great. So okay. not all of them. But there were some really good ones that I was actually attached to this time. Okay. Ryan. So I, I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a fun popcorn flick. And it's hard to be a kaiju movie in 2021. In a post-Pacific Rim world, there's a lot now you're standing up against. And I thought this movie did really well. Like, the fights were fantastic. Like, Especially some of like the shots they did. The airplane taking off while they're fighting on the aircraft carrier. That's a really cool shot. Yes, it was. Like whoever thought of that was that's fucking rad. But no, I again, like all of these um it's Warner Brother who makes these um Warner Brother kaiju films, the humans are a really weak element that they keep pushing. This arguably had the best human cast of any of them. Like Every, like, subgroup, I had at least one person I kind of cared about whenever they switched between them. I'm like, okay, this person's at least interesting. So I thought that was pretty good. And, like, every, like what you guys have already been saying, Kong humanized this movie more than any of the humans did. Kong, this... Getting to learn more about Kong, his society, and all that was super cool. And I'm glad we finally got to see that. So, uh... Again, some human parts were really bad, but the fights were good, and for this kind of movie, that's what it needs. So I, I, that's why I liked it. Okay. I think this movie had the potential to be better. Uh, I, I guess I can't really say that because I missed the, the uh, King of the Monsters, but if this was the first movie with the little death girl, sorry, deaf girl, um, I, I would have focused more on that and her relationship with Kong. Um, I, I, I'm not a big Kaiju guy. I said it before. Um, Ryan, I did want to ask you a question. Are we classifying Pacific Rim as a Kaiju movie? Uh, 
Oh, Pacific Rim is a hundred percent a kaiju movie. Isn't it yeah. just ro- giant robots? <clears throat> no, no, they literally literal kaiju's. Oh, okay. Yeah, the All very right. first thing you see in the movie is kaiju. I don't know, guys. Kaiju Pacific Rim. Okay, I've never seen it. Okay, right, I'm sorry. My apologies. Oh, wait, you, wait, wait. You've never seen Pacific Rim? No. Excuse us while we all beat you down. Oh, okay. Pacific right. Rim is Guillermo del Toro going, okay, wh- here is why I love kaiju movies, and he just puts all the best parts of kaiju movies into a single movie. And then he throws in robots as well. Oh, you know why? Um, Hell of a soundtrack. Um, Are you thinking of Real Steel? No, I'm confusing the two of uh, bat- <laughs> Battleship. Sorry, that got me good. Yeah, Pacific Rim and Battleship. That's what you thought about the movie with like, egg Yeah, yeah. I mean, I need, I did know uh, Pacific Rim. I thought they were two of the same movies. I'll know? be honest. That's a lot like being like, I've never seen... Uh, Independence Day. You've never seen Independence Day? No, I'm actually thinking of Mars Attacks. Like, they're listen, so listen. Wildly they're both different. in the ocean. Okay, like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't attack me. Okay. There was water involved. That's your go-to. I feel yeah. like Independence Day and Battleship would actually have more in common than even. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, clearly, I, I need to do Pearl Harbor. Oh wait, that was Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Pearl Harbor still hurts. Pearl Harbor still hurts to this day. God, what a great movie. Um Pearl Harbor is a great movie. Uh I guess I just expected more from this movie. The the fact that they barely go into why there is a uh ancient rivalry between Godzilla and Kong is kind of lackluster my, for me my take is that this is a good godzilla versus kong movie this is not a very good the build up to the legendary monster versus godzilla versus kong movie like this is very much a not in terms of how good it was but a batman v superman situation where it kind of just feels like batman fighting superman yeah and some stuff happens and not like civil war where it's the culmination of like almost a decade's worth of stories and so these two characters that have had their um disagreements like butting heads for real this is that giant lizard from a couple movies and that giant gorilla that you saw a couple years ago are like let's punch each other the movie and i like it for that yeah but like all the characters i kind of had to like scratch my head and be like okay i remember this guy from this thing i remember those guys from that thing Everything involving King Kong is 100% brand new and doesn't have anything to do with his last movie, which was kind of disappointing to me. Um, and then a lot of the Godzilla stuff is barely touched on because um, you got M- Millie Bobby Brown running around with her Australian friend and a black guy that she just met, which is concerning that she just goes, I'm going to meet this random guy from the internet and then go on an adventure with him to China. Uh, that's across an ocean. That's concerning. In her defense, uh, she didn't really know that she was going to China. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, but still, yeah, he's called, from New Zealand. Not that it matters, yeah, I was going to say that. The man's yeah. a Kiwi. No, no I, I'm a big Flight of the Conference fan. There is a major <laughs> difference, and that was on me. I, I feel very, very bad about that. Also, wasn't that the kid <laughs> from Deadpool? Hmm? 
It okay. was the yes. Right. That's where I saw him. I spent and the Hunt for the Winter movie. People, which if you've never seen, Top Notch Takai Watiti movie. Oh. I've been trying to pinpoint that kid the entire movie. <laughs> Deadpool okay. 2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I guess. I just had one thing. I think I, I took the whole. You mentioned um, it being an ancient war, an ancient verses between them. Um, and I realized as I was like watching other people's takes and kind of hearing other people's takes about the movie that I had a very, very, very different interpretation of, um, the hollow like kingdom and Kong's Mm -hmm. ancient family's throne and all that kind of stuff. I had a very different idea of what, what that all meant and what their fighting and everything came to. Go for it. Um, my interpretation um, whenever I was watching it was that they were not ancient enemies, but that once upon a time they had worked together. Um, I read it as they worked together to rule the world. I didn't see it as there can only be one Titan and it's, you know, only, only one alpha that because there was the top side and the hollow earth that they were ruling them separately, but together to keep their places in check and, and, you know, and so what I was, what my thing was, is that um, the reason it had uh, Godzilla's little, I don't know, that radioactive ring around the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, I took that to mean something more along the lines of um, they worked together that that's, you know, this is who you're with. This is your, your ally. Um, and that's also why the back uh, discs were there. The spine discs were there. And that they had been given them given to Kong's people to make those tools out of because they do use them later in the movie when they're fighting that they can be charged with that atomic mouth ray thing. Um, So I kind of took it to mean that and that Kong and Godzilla fighting now was actually them kind of misunderstanding what they're supposed to do with each other and kind of having forgotten that they used to be allies and so they've been fighting and everything. And by the end of the movie, they have kind of, you know, reconciled or they at least go their separate ways. They beat up on each other and then they realize they have to join together like their ancestors did to fight the mech. And then they they go and they go back to ruling their separate kingdoms together. That, that is, is how I always took it. That's a way better take on how... I perceive this yeah, movie. It made it a much more enjoyable movie for me. If it was always that they were ancient enemies, I was like, that's so boring. I don't like, this is just stupid. But well, I took cool. it for so long. Go ahead. It makes sense because Godzilla is very much a sea-based creature, so it would make sense that he's seen all over the world. While King Kong, um, as far as the universe tried to point out, is every all references to King Kong are either on Skull Island or... In this movie, we find out the Hollow, hollow Earth. So I do see it as making sense that it is supposed to be the Hollow Earth. Um, Kong rules inside the Earth. Godzilla rules the seas and the outside of the Earth. And then, however way like Skull Island was created was just 
this Kong getting, like, spat out onto the Earth, and that's why he never bothers to, like, leave Skull Island. Is like, that's his domain, that's where he rules, and he doesn't really... He doesn't. He's not like a creature meant to like explore compared to Kong, who's like can sail all over the world. Well, and they even say it that Skull Island was always Hollow Earth, like somehow an anomaly that came out. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's its own little Hollow Earth island that they think was connected. So, and that's why I like that take a lot. I actually, I assumed they were setting us up for a prequel where I was just going to get to watch a bunch of giant apes fight a bunch of giant lizards, and I was. Pretty into that I idea too. Because as well, much as I like, like that take, isn't there <laughs> a bunch of skulls of Godzilla's people scattered up leading into that compound? I think so. Like, yeah. isn't it the scattered in Godzilla and Kong skulls, like yeah. leading yeah. even to the throne room? So it looks like they went to war. Like, I mean, he and- does technically say it. There's a line of dialogue where he was like, "Their people used, or their." Mm-hmm. their species used to war against each other but also these scientists wouldn't know that yeah, yeah. exactly i'm like the human we, like, interpretation just means jack all to me yeah right no, exactly nothing. <laughs> i'm just more just going off of y'all of just got here dead big lizards and big uh there are a handful of very blink and you miss it lines about them mentioning like paintings on skull island and that's where they gleaned all this information mm-hmm. from. but they are like literally like Three of them in the entire movie at like at least an hour apart. So yeah, it's, I can understand missing them. No, I saw them, and again, I thought it was human error. I thought it was going to be a okay. whole thing of just human error because mm-hmm. humans became like it's just. I just don't really have a lot of faith in people. <laughs> no, 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 again, I have more faith in the giant lizard and monkey than I do in most people. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, that's what this movie is about. It's like the 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 side of humanity is supposed to be Mecha Godzilla, and it is inferior to Big Monkey and Big Lizard. That is the moral of this film. I also had it's, a problem with. Sorry, uh, Holland. No, ahead. sorry. I was just gonna say it's it's inferior to them when they're working together. Yeah, exactly. Against only one of them, they they beat they can beat one of them on yeah. their own. I was so also that's why I was like teamed up. I was also very confused about the whole Mecha Godzilla becoming sentient, or was that just oh, Ghidorah okay. taking over the? Yeah. Se- it was so taking that's where you the- needed to watch King of the Monsters to understand the like way Ghidorah's body works. Yeah, his head was so big that they all telepathically communicate. Well, that's what I thought, but then. Yeah. Like, how did Ghidorah automatically know, like... I think this leads into that. There's still the third Ghidorah head. I think the third Ghidorah head took over Ghidorah, took over Mechagodzilla, fried the dude who, first off, I'm pretty sure that was an Evangelion reference just for the way that room was laid out. That's a different story. Um, Fried him and then took over Mechagodzilla. So I think there's still one more. There's, of course, one more Ghidorah head. Because there's three of them. Yeah. So I think one of them was controlling Mechagodzilla that entire time. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, there has to be, right? Like, how can an empty skull communicate telepathically? Which hopefully leads yeah. to Mecha Ghidorah, which right. is the dumbest design, oh, right. where he has one normal head and two metal heads. Listen, uh, 
if you tell me that movie is coming out, I wouldn't put it past it in this universe. All these people, like, are just stupid. I'm sorry, but everyone in this movie franchise has done the stupidest things in the world. One, you see Godzilla coming up. You're not going to stand there and look at him while he's fighting King Kong. You're running the fuck out of there so you don't die. I mean, I think I'd risk it. Of course you would. And then that's that's your death right there. But like, would you risk it sitting at a fancy restaurant like an hour, four hours after he showed up? That's what they were still doing. Yeah, people still in restaurants. I don't know. I, I I don't get it. Well, it seems like they've gotten real used to that now. Like, there's a there's a warning system on your phone. I thought in the beginning of like kaiju attack. <laughs> All the more reason why That's I true. would just stay at home. <laughs> uh, like, you I get that be- alert, and you're just like. Same shit, different day. Yeah. But like, Godzilla's oh, rolling back at through. At this point, it's been like four or five cities that have been attacked by giant giant monsters. No, because in King of the Monsters, it was every major city was attacked by something. Because you had Rodan, the big pterodactyl. You had King Ghidorah. Uh, you had the giant mammoth that they never showed, but they're like, look, it's a giant Behemoth mammoth. was his name. Oh, interesting. Um, Yeah. I, I want I want more from this because I played the Godzilla fighting game on the GameCube <laughs> when I was a kid. And so, like, I don't know anything about them other than there's, like, characters like a guy with drills for hands or a guy with claw hands or stuff like that. And I just want to see, I want to see them all like this eventually. So I, I'll watch a thousand of these if I have to. Okay. Carlos actually asked me, he said, do you think... <laughs> Do you think it would be cool to live in a world like this? I'm like, what do you mean a world like this? He's like, a world that has kaiju? He's like, wouldn't that be cool? I was like, no, no, it wouldn't. Me and Carlos would get along. I'd also like to live in a kaiju world. I'd be fearing for my life every second of every day. The app, the the Indiana, I'd be fine. Like, if you're in a landlocked, nowhere suburb, you're good. You don't got to worry about things. These people like skyscrapers and coastal cities. Well, we're in so, Houston, so <laughs> FML, man. I was just, I was shocked at him. And he lived the in Texas LA before kaiju. that. I'm just like, are you kidding me? I, I don't think go anywhere without a mask now. You put kaiju on this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh my gosh, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. So oh, when he got towards the end, whenever Hong Kong, and he's like, <laughs> He was like, why are there still people eating? The kaiju showed up like hours ago. Why hasn't Hong Kong been evacuated? I was like, what was that about still wanting? He's like, oh, yeah, no, I changed my mind. It would be horrible (laughs) to live in a place like this. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I have here. Do you guys think this movie could have been better? Aaron, let's start with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you kick out Millie Bobby Brown and her dad entirely. It's such, it's so pointless. I would have Australian kid actually be the paranoid one who like really just believes in Godzilla and he goes and hunts down this guy and they go off on a buddy adventure. I'm all about that. Oh, that would have been really fun. I love it. Her and her dad, like it just, it literally makes no sense. And then for some reason, she's just like grabbing a landline to try to call him. Like she knows how this phone in Hong Kong works. Like I just... No, get rid of them and the movie's already better. Um, I would take out 
just bitchy daughter because she was just there to be rude and then die. Yeah. I I watched this movie twice and I forgot she was in it when I started watching the movie until she showed up. And then I forgot she was in it until you just mentioned it on this podcast. Like I wasn't thinking about that until this moment. The second time when I watched the second time, when she showed up, I literally said, Oh, right. You. Yeah. Yeah. She's just there for snarky comments. That's it. And it's only two sure snarky comments job. she gives. Like, right. uh, what's the point? <laughs> I know. I thought she was going to have a very different. I thought she was going to have like a redemption arc. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I'd have to go. And so I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, she's being a little bit bitchy, but she like kind of cares about the little girl. Like, you know, she's interested in all that. And I was like, okay, like there's going to be something. She's going to have this redemption. And then just. And I was like, yep. oh, oh, no, you sucked the entire nope, you, time. Yeah, you died. Yeah, you died. Yep. Your dad was what's his name from Wonder Woman. And that was it. <laughs> you could be better. That's all that guy reminded me of, too. I was like, I've already seen this villain. I haven't even He's... seen Wonder Woman. And that's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, oh, they were like, let's just do that. Yeah, it, literally, that's how I felt. I was like, if these weren't like probably shot simultaneously, I feel like they're just ripping each other off yeah. at this point. He was just like, your kaijus are good, but they can be better. <laughs> and then he showed off Mechagodzilla. Maybe that was and his wish. I also would have 100% never, ever, ever in the history of ever, and I know it's only one line, but you asked if I can make this better. When he goes, it's Robo Godzilla, and for no reason at all, this kid goes, "No, it's that's Mecha Godzilla." <laughs> As worst. if we just had a title ready to go. So I don't know. <clears throat> give it? the the villain, <laughs> let him name his creation, and give him the big speech to say, "You now witness like Mecha Godzilla." That's fine. Yeah. But them about to get stomped on, and the kid for some reason decides to correct this dude, like. Robo Godzilla is a perfectly acceptable name, and he's just like, no, 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 I can outdo you, <laughs> Mecha Godzilla. Point, there's I was no just like, proof that that is a like controlled Godzilla as opposed to like an artificial intelligent robot Godzilla, right? So like, why would he know that it's like a Mecha? Right. <laughs> well, no, they see the guy. They see the guy in Ghidorah's skull. Do they, they see haven't it seen him yet. They see Godzilla. Yeah, they see that no. in the next scene. Yeah, because yeah. like no, he has to escape the. They were just in the the Elon Musk metal train of uh, the skull crawlers. Yeah. No, when he says no, it's Mecha Godzilla. They've already no, seen. That's, the... right. that's when they got no. put in the kill room where they test right. Mecha Godzilla against the skull crawlers. Yeah, the scene okay. where they're running away, and then he's like, "I've got six cents. I'm a black guy. I'm a. We go this way." And then Millie Bobby Brown is like, "No, the plot says we need to go to this room." And then he's like, "Why are you going to that room?" And she's like, "Look, it's the Mecha Godzilla skull." Yeah, you're right. And you're right. Like, this is how you write a script. This is how people naturally act as real life human beings. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm just like, go back to the giant monster. So to answer your question, I don't know if it could have been more entertaining, but it could have been a better film for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, we got Christian in the chat saying uh, he wants to see Kong fight Kyle Chandler, the dad, which I'm all for. It, 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 Kyle Chandler is a very great actor, and they gave him shit to work with in this movie. I really hope that... Two movies in a row. Don't know why he keeps coming back. This is a glorified cameo. Like he was oh, oh you know he's making probably okay one. money from this. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's in literally three scenes, and that's it. Yeah. He has no arc. 
his, his job is to be a dad and say, don't do the thing you're going to do. And then she's like, I'm Harry Potter. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. But also. <laughs> you just do Lego hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, that's why I would even take out Millie Bobby Brown. Like their relationship was so pointless, and she, he was just like, "Look, Godzilla attacked people," and she's like, "But he's not bad." And he goes, "Yes, he is now. Yeah. Give your pop a break." Why would you assume like, cool, that gonna, Godzilla is is good? Like all he does is cause destruction. Watch King of the Monsters, but all he causes <laughs> is destruction. <laughs> Sometimes you need to destroy they things to protect out, things. They even pointed out in this movie this. Every scene where he just attacks a city in this movie is the first time he's ever attacked things unprovoked. And all in the first one and the other one, mm-hmm. giant monsters start blowing shit up, and Godzilla is like, I don't like that you exist. I'm going to stop that. He kills Monster, and then he's like, I'm going to go swim. And then he goes swim, and he doesn't bother anyone until the next movie. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, where does this dude go? Like, where is, where is Zilla's house? Because that's he true. Every time he's like, all right, I killed the he monster. Lives- I'm going to sink into the ocean and I'm out of here. Go to the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest point yep. of the ocean on Earth, because that's the only place where he would fit as a giant monster. And also, that's the I only mean, place they'd probably leave him alone. Plane where he lives and no, Ruben, the monsters? Ruben, you don't know that. Okay. You haven't watched Pacific Rim. You don't get to make any comments oh, about the Mariana <laughs> Okay. All right. Because like, in King of the Monsters, he goes to Atlantis because Atlantis is for some reason nuclear. Oh, yeah. He does, and yeah. then Kim Watanabe takes off his glove just to push it's... one and yeah. enter. Yeah. He risks radioact- like radioactivity to hit two buttons and then blow himself up anyways, and then it turns out he didn't need to do that to awaken Godzilla because Godzilla was just taking a big nap. <laughs> yeah, King of the Monsters is one of the worst things I've ever watched. The whole reason so why Atlantis bad. is nuclear is this both on a on a fault, which is why it sunk. Because if a if a Earth fault like splits apart, cities sink anyway. And B, uh, geographical like radiation pockets do exist in the Earth, and sometimes the sea is just super radioactive, um, really really deep in the ocean. So it's not as stupid as it could be. But everything Aaron said about oh I gotta go deep underwater into deadly radiation to push button to. To give Godzilla a little shock to give him a wake-up alarm. That was very dumb. But Three-Headed Dinosaur fights Lizard Dinosaur. So it was a great movie. I like all these movies. Okay. The only one I don't like too much is Godzilla 2014. And that's just because it's like trying to be like an emotional impacting thing. And half the time it's just... uh, I forgot his name. But Kick-Ass just being like, Whoa! Whoa! I don't know. I, I need to shoot a gun at something. And they're like, you can't shoot guns. They're too big. And he's like, I'm going to shoot a gun at something. It didn't work. And they're like, you can't shoot guns. It's too big. Um, and then Godzilla fights the Muchos and goes away. Um, but I, as for if this movie could have been better, um, I think just in general, the way all of these movies could have been better in that balancing the human characters with the monsters could have been uh, better. Like Aaron said, Millie Bobby Brown's plot points are literally just to show us things that we could have gotten from like press conference scenes of or like fake advertisements of like Apex being like, what is the deal with our big cool thingy that we're doing? Um, and they could have just revealed those like later on in the movie and let that, that kind of stuff simmer. 
Yeah. Um, I think this this plot is still a little bit better than the other ones because everything Apex is up to does lead to Mechagodzilla compared to what I didn't like about um, Godzilla King of the Monsters is that the reason why all of these monsters are showing up is because evil scientist lady is like, I want to cause like the world to be destroyed by giant monsters. This is all my plan. And then that means that like the real villain of the film is like just some, some lady. Um, Spoilers. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) No, that's okay. Um, Don't worry about it. Well, in this one, it's still kind of like that, but it makes sense because it is, we built a robot Godzilla. It is Mecha Godzilla. And that kind of makes sense to have more human intervention in that case. Okay. It drove me bonkers though. Like <clears throat> I, I would have probably had it where in, like sending Kong to the center of the earth, the power Mecha Godzilla didn't make nearly as much sense to me. I was kind of hoping he was trying to get these two monsters to fight so that he could say, look, this is terrible. A good thing I built the super robot monster to take yeah, them out. Yeah. And then it kind of goes crazy. And then the two have to fight against it and like come together that way. So even like the main plot points, I think, could have just got there slightly better. No, I, I do agree with you. Um, Hollow Earth was also a weird thing that I did not understand. Yeah. Weird, but gorgeous, right? Oh, I, yeah. I did like a lot of the visuals of the Hollow Earth stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, like jumping and then like cool. flipping yeah. and landing. I, I don't know. That stuff was cool. Some, some good complaints that I agree with that it would have been nice to see King Kong and Godzilla fight in zero gravity. Oh, oh that would have been awesome. That would have been, been, yeah, really cool. been really into that. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You ever hear an idea so good it actually hurts the movie a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that infamous gif where Godzilla it like jumps across the screen and does like a huge kick and like flies a thousand feet. They could have done that, but with him like using his atomic breath to power it and then spinning around and like punching or something. Classic uh, Godzilla oh, tail. Hurting. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> guys let's just make a godzilla versus kong movie but yeah. like a good one you know god one of those give me the money <laughs> ryan what do you think this could this movie have gone better have been better um, uh until aaron gave me the idea of <laughs> them uh cutting millie bobby brown's character i honestly didn't think so God, if it was just him and the kid from Deadpool, that would have been so much fun. <laughs> the chemistry would have been great. Oh, both hysterical, that. too. Yeah. Was that kid in uh, King of the Monsters? Mm-mm. Either no. was the guy. Okay. No. That kid that automatically, just because he has glasses doesn't mean he's a hacker, guys. Okay? I was getting That's real sick and tired of this shit. Of this that was funny to me. No. I thought that is that he's just a kid who likes computers, but he's just like a 15 year old kid, and he even says it like, I know how to download songs on the internet and like that's do it. stuff with, with HTML, and that's it. I like yeah. that. He knew how to program that's HTML4. Cool. <laughs> I, 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 I was not a fan of that. I, I also liked that scene just because they flipped what is such an annoying, yeah, like subverting expectation. Yeah, yeah I thought it, was really it took a trope. That was what I was looking for. Soda on the computer and then it goes, bzz, and I'm like, that, <laughs> that works but, too. Um, what I would have done to fix this movie is definitely eliminate a lot of the human elements. The Millie Bob Brown, her dad, um, 
I don't really see a reason that we needed the angry bitch lady who just came in and was just mean to like and make snarky comments. Give an excuse for who's like doing the sucking up the energy. I would rather have had her been like her dad's right hand man in the office, just being like evil with like with the other evil people, and then have sent. Honestly, nobody for the expedition, but then, like, in the last second, like, have it, like, swoop up or, like, program that the machines, like, go back to their headquarters or something. Something along the lines of that, if you need to get the uh, DNA samples you want and everything. Yeah. Or make her not shitty and, like, not do snarky comments and actually seem like she really cares. And then you reveal at the end that he sent her along with the team. Yeah, and she steals the I, thing, and then you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, she stole the thing!" And then she immediately gets that revenge when she dies, and you're like, "Yeah." Or even have it go as like so far that her father got killed in the attack in Miami, and now she's taking over and has a vendetta. Just give her her a reason for being evil. Yeah, like not <laughs> evil for evil's sake. The plot twist in Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Or the, like, <laughs> oh boy, we found Atlantis, and then the guy. Sh- does this and it's like time to steal all their batteries and twist them. Like yeah. that would have made more sense if they were like on their side and like, all right like, time to get to work. At Why? least the um the the man piloting Mecha Godzilla, he had a reason. His father like studied Godzilla his whole life and all that and yeah. dedicated his life to Godzilla and died because of it. And he didn't but, even want to die. He was like, We should yeah. probably test this giant robot thing yeah. that you're powering with a source we don't get. No. Can you give me a minute? And nope. the rich guy was like, No, get your ass in there. And he's like, Okay, I'm probably gonna very, die. That's very realistic though, with how like that's technology fair. works. Yeah. It's like just do it. It's like get it, ship it, just ship it. It's like every game we've played in the last 10 years that doesn't work. Yeah. Just ship it. Hi, <laughs> Cyberpunk. How you doing? <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say it. <laughs> well, I had to be the Cyberpunk apologist. <laughs> Something I'm glad they didn't do that I've seen worse movies do is that when Godzilla turned evil, or Mecha Godzilla turned evil, I've seen worse movies would have been like, okay, but they don't know it's Ghidorah. So, like, have a hologram pop up that's Ghidorah's head so you know it's Ghidorah. And it's like, no, we didn't need that. So yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that because I've seen movies like this do that, like, for adults do that. Yeah. No, again, uh, cut out the human elements a little bit, like, balance it a bit better. And I, I hate to say this because I know it's probably setting up for my guess is Monster Island if I had to guess the next movie in this crazy franchise. Um, you should have had the final battle in Hollow Earth. Don't get me wrong. Hong Kong, Neon Light, Big City, great place for final battle. But you've just given us this amazing world to work with, which, if my guess is correct, you're going to use for Monster Island. But other than that, it never felt, like, fully fledged. Like, there's a lot of cool elements to it that we got to see for a second. Again, if I had to give these movies anything, the monster design, especially in lower-level creatures, is awesome. Whatever that flying snake thing was, yeah, dope. Yeah. I liked that. That yeah. was fun. I was but, a um, the birds with bat wings. They had, like, a really interesting design because, like, the bird heads did not look like Oh, yeah, they look like giant like, vultures. Yep. Yeah, I was, I was, I thought those were really cool, even though we just saw them for a little bit. 
Yeah. No, again, all these little creature designs are super cool, and I would have loved for that final battle to have involved maybe a few more of them, and that they fight in, like, instead of Godzilla blowing a hole through the earth and having Kong up, what if Godzilla just jumped down that hole, and they fought in the throne room? Yeah. And that would have been, that's where I think this movie should have ended, is in Hollow Earth. Someone claiming the freaking throne that was built there. Yeah, but how is Godzilla going to get back up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Part a big point of this movie is that they're like teaming up to fight Mechagodzilla. It is. I know it sounds cheesy, but I really wanted them to do the meme where like they clench hands and like do a, uh, they shake hands like this. Yeah. Oh, and then they walk away. At the I end of the movie, that. me and my friend who are both watching are just hoping like, what if Kong just gets on the back of Godzilla, rides him like a surfboard <laughs> back to Skull Island, and we're like, please. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Holland. But no. Oh, go other ahead, Ryan. Again, other than the, some of the people elements and some minor things, that's really how you fix this movie up. Okay. Holland. Holland. What do you got for me? Um, I think a lot of it is coming down to what we're going to talk about later with are these certain people necessary or, you know, whatever. Um, but as far as making it better, um, First of all, I like my interpretation, and I wish they would flesh that out. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're welcome, Hollywood. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just think it had like a – I would have gone there. Um, I would have given the – Holland, it looks like you actually bumped mute. <clears throat> no, uh, my Alexa started going off, so uh, oh. I was stopping it. <laughs> <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sorry about that. That's okay. Um, but um, so the quote unquote uh, bitchy person, Maya, um, I would have, like I said, given her a redemption arc of some sort or made her go full on evil villain. Dad gets, you know, and she takes over something like that. And that gives you like the next sequel and keeps Apex going. Right. To be the big bad or be one of the big bads because they're like we've talked about, there is that third Ghidorah skull that is not accounted for, and we put nothing past that bitch. So there's all of those pieces. Um, I agree with you guys about uh, the Hollow Earth, it should have been a scene for a kaiju fight. Um, I think, but there were three big fights between the two. Uh, main characters so we had the one out on the ocean which was beautiful um, and then we had two in Hong Kong so one of those the first one before Ghidorah showed up could have gone down there to hollow earth because Godzilla only shot his uh, atomic, atomic thing down there and then Godzilla just was like okay I'll come fight you and it's like mm. so because um, I think kind of combining the two it would have been interesting for them to be fighting and then Godzilla see some kind of like you know information there where he understands that he and um Kong used to be you know allies and then they go up and they fight Ghidorah or you know whatever um I 
agree that the dad's part could be wiped out completely because he was just there to say this is this thing happened and it was very tiresome and i said that during the movie i'm like he is just here to say this he is just here to make an observation i'm getting real sick of him um but i think i think overall it was just it was fine and entertaining it could have been made better with some tweaks but you can say that for any movie except for you know Zack snyder's justice league that's all i'm saying gonna say God. I say a lot of things, Ruben. <laughs> um, say a lot of things. I do, I do, I do. I had one f- scene in this movie where I was just like, that was so pointless. Where uh, Godzilla's coming for Kong on, in the ocean, and the lady locks herself up in the like <gasps> little room. So pointless. Why would you do this? She locks herself in the little room with the girl and then she gets trapped in there and she's like, ah, oh, I can't open it. It's, it's stuck. It's stuck. Like, why? Why would you put yourself in that room? Yeah, I think she was thinking it was going to be like one of those bulkhead doors that keeps water out, but it did the exact freaking opposite. Yeah, it made it like, worse. You know, it's going to steal off there. the compartment. Yeah, it was there just to give you that stereotypical like, the door's jammed shot. We're drowning. <sighs> Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be a yeah. It was meant to be that she was going to save them that way, but yeah, it didn't even hold up even a little bit to one blast, like one hit, and that nothing. was stupid. I'm like, wow, there is a design flaw on this ship. Yep. Like, and that design welders. flaw is that it wasn't made for giant <laughs> ass apes fighting lizards. Yep. You know what? <laughs> It's how we should test most boats. I, I agree. You could have at least but, had a huge ass tugboat for Kong. Like, come I on. Mean, you're in, you're Titanic would have been a world. different movie if we tested it for kaiju attack. This is also you're living in a thing. kaiju world. You have to test for these things. And they had plenty of. When they flew him to Antarctica, I was like, this wasn't your starting point plan. <laughs> like, it you been. know, Godzilla can swim. You tried to say you mapped out his typical swimming patterns, even though this lady says 15 times before they leave, the second Kong leaves containment, Godzilla will know exactly where he is, and they're going to fight. And then she's like, nah, it's cool. He never swims down this channel. I think the idea was that to minimize (laughs) doesn't come. they would avoid where he usually goes. I don't think the idea was that he won't show up. It's that it would be more inconvenient for him to show up. Also, go ahead, Ryan. uh, Weren't they near the Arctic ring when that happened? Like, weren't they getting near the Arctic, like to Antarctica when like they got attacked? It doesn't look like it. No idea. It doesn't look like it. I have no idea. Isn't that where he fights Ghidorah in the second movie with Antarctica? He knows how to get to Antarctica. Like, I don't. I, this lizard can swim anywhere he wants in the world. And again, I think my biggest issue is that they make it stupid clear that the second Kong is out of containment, Godzilla has Titan homing that will find him. Yep. And they're like, you know what? We're going to try the boat anyways. <clears throat> well, I think happens. that would have really fed into <laughs> that thought of um, like 
maybe they really are wanting, like what you were saying earlier, maybe they really want them to fight. So it's like, oh, it's a good thing I made this right. Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> that would be, that would make sense why they wanted to take the boat and like, no, no, it's okay. We, you know, we made sure he doesn't come this way. It's totally fine and make it seem somewhat plausible that they did this and then let it, but then, you know, kind of forget that, oh, hey, we're on the freaking ship too. This is a bad right, idea. Right. Um, but, or that, you know, I don't know. It's just, if it was like closer to somewhere with civilization, it would make sense that they right. were like, yeah, let's take the ship and let's cause this to be an issue so that my mech is necessary. Other than that, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think Especially when he's just sleeping in a hammock. He looked so comfortable when they finally flew him oh, to Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, he was chill. Easier to he, he, I, I think he was a little chilly. They needed to get him a sweater. <laughs> Giant Kong sweater. It's easier to refuel one ship than to refuel six helicopters in the air while they're flying. I think that was probably it. But, I mean, we're probably thinking about this way too hard where giant lizard fights big monkey. It's true. But also, I think they needed him to be tired out so that way he wouldn't wake up while he was. they were in the air. Uh, to take him off with the helicopters. <laughs> like, let's let him get some of his energy out. We'll yeah. take the boat until Godzilla shows up. He can punch himself tired and then nap the rest of the way. I almost died, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to have one more question here. Uh, we've kind of touched it, the problems with kaiju movies. Like, they just give us more monsters. I know that's kind of hard to do with, like, the budgeting stuff, but like you put way too many people in this movie. It wasn't necessary. We've said it again, Millie Bobby Brown and her father. And that honestly, I think that whole, that whole crew didn't need to be in this movie. Just focus on the guy who's trying to get to hollow earth. Just focus on the lady who knows Kong, who's been studying Kong for a while and the kid who can talk to Kong. I disagree. I also disagree. Why is that? Why is that? My reasoning, and I don't even know that I would get rid of um, Millie. The reason we need that part of the story is to make Godzilla a sympathetic character. Without him, this is a Kong movie where Godzilla shows up as the big bad. He's the enemy. He is essentially evil because he's the one fighting Kong has so many people on his side in this movie with the little girl and the woman who is studying him and the people who are like taking care of him as he goes to hollow earth. He becomes our sympathetic good guy and he's the one with tools and we can really relate to him without Millie or without the um, other, the other storyline we kind of lose that we ever liked Godzilla. We come into, well, no, I hope Kong kicks his ass. There's no who do you who do you root for? Who's the you know who's really in the right? He's always uh, Godzilla has always been running things up here, you know, and people have rooted for him in the past because he saved them from all of these big monsters, which you would know if you had watched uh, King of the Monsters. But um, so I I think we really need them to make sure that this is kind of more on an even keel. It may not be perfectly even. I think a lot of us kind of do still root for Kong um, for our, all our own reasons. 
But yeah, without Millie, without like her dad, yes, absolutely get rid of him. He was completely pointless and I was losing my mind through the movie. If I would be like, oh shit, you're in this movie. Why? It's so dumb. And then like, I guess since the bitchy girl didn't get her, her re, um, redemption, I don't like calling her the bitchy girl. That bugs me. Maya, when she didn't get her redemption, I'm like, okay, she can go. Like she's unnecessary except for like trying to steal this source, but any kind of, bozo with a gun could try to do that yeah they could have have at least given her like some kind of motivation or some kind of arc they don't necessarily need to redeem her but she didn't seem to have any driving force other than daddy told me to get thing i will get thing that is my job it wasn't even like even if they gave her like a i'm fiercely loyal to my father that would have been something but it literally just seemed like my dad is my boss. I'm doing what my boss says and that's it. It's not like a, I love my father and I will do anything to help his dreams or I have a, uh, grudge against Kaiju. It is, this is my job. I will do it. Um, I don't care about the safe, dump him in the ocean. And the moment she said that, I knew she was dying. I'm like, Oh, she doesn't like King Kong. This movie is going to kill her. Yeah. She was just not compelling at all. Um, so that's, it was just kind of that kind of, Thing that I feel these people were just some people were not necessary others I understand why they put them in to make sure we kind of had that balance of sympathies okay. I'll push back on you a little bit Holland <clears throat> like what if you take out Millie Bobby Brown and the two guys entirely and you literally just have uh, Pedro Pascal light say um you know, I've never trusted Godzilla. Everybody thinks he's on their side. I'm going to prove them wrong. Here's my answer. I built Mecha Godzilla. And then he sends it out and he's literally just trying to paint Godzilla as bad. Do you feel like you as an audience member would be like, oh, okay, cool. Like I get the villain is actually the one doing this. So I'm still rooting for Kong because he's good. Can you just take out those little side characters running around entirely? Well, I don't know about that because it's still not giving you a reason to for Godzilla I think like you said you would be rooting for Kong and I think the whole point of Godzilla versus Kong is for us to ask the question that we had at the beginning which was pick a side who do you think who do you think was the right one or who do you think was going to win who you know who's your fighter who's corner and without their civil war be as interesting if Captain America didn't have Falcon on his side yeah, if it was just Captain America versus Iron Man and Spider Man and all of Captain America, uh, Iron Man's friends. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, fe- I feel I feel like you have to have like a supporting cast between like God- Godzilla has his buddies and Kong has his buddies. I just think the problem is that they didn't do a good job in Godzilla King of Monsters of developing uh, Millie Bobby Brown's character and his force, and they didn't do a good job of making them feel interesting in this movie. I think. If you, I think if you, like we have said before, cut down on the apex mercenary girl, so we could use that other word less often, uh, and devoted more time to developing Millie Bobby Brown and making, and like, making it less like about exposition and more about developing her relationship with Godzilla, and I think an important thing is that maybe have it her sort of feeling like she it's obligated to make up for the fact that her mother in the last movie was like using him as a tool 
and making his life difficult, and you could have made her driving force in this movie to be like, I gotta set things right for Godzilla and make up for what my mom did. I think that would have been more interesting. Yeah, to Holland's point, like, I agree. I guess maybe my issue is, like, they still never gave me a reason to root for Kong. I just knew Millie Bobby Brown still believed he was good. That's all. But there was never a connection with the human characters and Godzilla versus like Kong. We really did have these moments where they connected and you felt like Kong truly wanted to protect people. Mm-hmm. Whereas Godzilla, it was always like, I'm just trying to protect myself and I'm getting two different alpha signals that I need to destroy and whatever's in my way to get there, I'm going to do it. So right. like, I totally agree that I think their purpose was there. It was just, Poorly executed. Not well done. Yes, exactly. No, I agree with you there. Now, I agree that it was very poorly executed. They could have done a lot better with that. And just there was something about Millie Bobby Brown's character um, being so... What did a... I, I watched a, a breakdown on Easter eggs earlier, and I think she was called something like um, Godzilla Anon or something like that. Made me chuckle. But um, she was just really there for this idea, but she also had that conspiracy kind of thing, like the um, the podcaster. Yeah, she right. had like that pod, uh, that conspiracy mind, which I get. She grew up with her mom, who was part of this huge cover up of kaiju. But um, I don't know. It was she. They could have just done it a lot better with them and. Um, made them more made it more sympathetic and more compelling but i don't think taking them out of the movie completely was the answer unless you gave us someone else who was like godzilla really like changed my life for the for the better in this way i need to show people that he is good and he is here for us and then make him sympathetic that way we were still gonna have to have some kind of storyline that was on godzilla's side yeah i'd agree with that totally okay Final thoughts, guys. Aaron, what do you got for me? Man, this is just like best way I can put it is like a top tier Fast and Furious movie. Mm. I'm like, I'll come back to it with all its flaws and probably still just have a good time. Like, it's one of those ones that I think even when I poke fun out of it in the future when I watch it again, it won't ever be malicious. It'll just be like, haha, yeah, there's the silly cranky lady who only says snarky things moving on so it it did its job really well it gave me an entertaining movie where kong and godzilla threw down that's about as much as i can ask of it do we think that mecha godzilla was really necessary in this movie yes i think you had to have a reason for them to come together i don't think you could have ever done bad godzilla or bad kong um, which is what I called from the very beginning. I was like, all right, cool. So we're going to watch them fight and then they're going to introduce Mecha Godzilla and then they're going to have to team up and take down Mecha Godzilla. Okay. My wife was like, what? I'm like, that's how it's going to go. It's literally like Godzilla might as well have had his foot on Kong's chest and Kong should have let out Mothra <laughs> and Godzilla should have been like, why did you say that name? First off, how dare you, sir? Okay. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I started laughing and then I knew where you were going with it and I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. Oh boy. Ryan, final thoughts. All right. Um again, I I thought it was just a really fun movie. Like like again, it's fun 
as much fun as it is to just sit down and watch Big Ape fight Big Lizard, it's also fun to poke fun at these movies. That's half the fun of them, is just making fun of the absurdity and usually the bad human elements. So, yeah, if I would want a better movie, yeah, fix the human elements. But other than that, yeah, it's a, it's just a fun film. Like, sometimes you just gotta watch these fun, dumb films. Like, comparing it to a Fast and the Furious movie is perfect. Ugh. Because I get that it's the same vibe. I love those movies to death, but they're dumb fun, and I know that. Okay. And that falls right in line with it. All right. Holland, final thoughts? Um, I think it is my favorite in the universe. Um, okay. And I, I mean, I enjoy it. I wasn't, like, super thrilled with it, but I think, I mean... I'd probably go like I'm probably gonna watch it again. I'm probably gonna be inebriated again when I when I do. Just makes it a <laughs> little more fun. And I mean, but it's 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 just a good kaiju fighting disaster movie. And I feel like the um, <clears throat> human element was minimal enough, whereas in the other movies it hasn't been. They were just overwhelming in it. And in this one, I feel like they kind of realized that they needed to pull it back some or at least give us some really interesting like other monsters like sub monsters to make it just palatable and they did that and it so it made it more fun for me so i didn't love it but i liked it and i kind of want more i was a huge godzilla fan when i was a kid when i was growing up i was all about the cartoons and even the old movies and so I feel like they're kind of starting to get there. They're, they're almost there. Okay. John, final thoughts. Uh, I really love this movie. Um, I, it's exactly what I wanted from a movie called Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, I'm only disappointed just because, like, in terms of this connected universe, I don't feel like they're using it super well. Um, the fact that there are no references to any of the characters from Kong Skull Island is kind of disappointing. Uh, there was a 70-year gap, so I understand that, like, that amount of time, it's hard. But, like, there are references to, like, an ancient, like, expedition to the Antarctica in the 1920s in, like, the opening cut. Like, you could have found something or had, like, references to the incident during the Vietnam War or something. Um, uh, I, I feel like the big problem is that you want enough conflict between the human characters that it feels like an A story and a B story and the A story is the monsters fight the B story is how the humans are trying to navigate this and I just felt like there wasn't enough that felt genuine that wasn't forced but compared to some of the other movies like um, uh, King of the Monsters uh, where the main villain isn't really a monster, it's the lady that's like pushing buttons to like have make all the trick all the monsters into fighting each other. That's not this does that better. Um, it, it's it's easier to ignore the human elements that suck in this movie compared to the other movies in here. Other than I think Kong Skull Island handles that better. Um, but more importantly, the the fights are really interesting. They're really distinct. They're really unique. Everyone. Everything uh, these characters can do is shown off. Um, I would have liked 
Mecha Godzilla to be a little thicker, a little tankier. Um, but I think part of the idea is that it's they they rationalize its strength with with its like rocket boost, and so it's like more aerodynamic, so it can like yeah. punch harder. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I hope we get more of these. I hope they're more distinct. Um, we get weirder Godzilla monsters. I don't know what more you can do with Kong from here, though. Um, unless they just do the standard Kong goes to New York, does weird stuff, and then he's like, pretty girl, I'm going to fall asleep now. Um, I would like to see sort of this series get more Godzilla-focused. And then maybe in a big thing where, like, all the monsters get loose, then Kong comes back to save the day. That would be cool. Um, I know a long time ago, like, around Godzilla 2014, there were talks about how it would be pretty neat if there was a somehow a Godzilla Pacific Rim crossover. Um, they've hinted. They've said that that would be cool. Um, they haven't really brought that up since 2014. Um, so... That, those are my thoughts on this overall. Eight out of ten movie, good lizard mon- monkey fight. Okay, I have one thing that I wanted to bring up before I give my final thoughts. There was a bunch of places that they could have gone instead of Antarctica, but they chose Antarctica for some weird reason. Like the hollow map that he brings up, there's like fucking caverns all over the place. And you just chose Antarctica just because it's the easiest location to get to, I guess. Or there's not a lot of people there. Probably that makes more sense. But you see, the Earth is hollow, but there's like a little uh, plug at the bottom. So like they unplugged it, and that's how uh, it like gotcha. Bathtub drain. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. It's a, it's a in a wine bottle. It's like that's what Antarctica is. They popped a little hole in there. But again, there's also drains all over the world, according oh, yeah. to his hollow map. small for Kong. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's all right. very big monkey. He's okay. the biggest monkey. Okay. I want to bring up one more thing here, which is, how does getting into hollow earth work? Like, do they go into warp drive? Because that's what it looked like. It looked like Star Wars, like, warp drive. And I, yeah, for a, it, a majority it, of the movie, I was just saying that, like, did they go through a wormhole? Yeah, no, I can explain this. It's actually really clear. You just bungee jump with a cord tied around your intestines. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. I thought this movie was interesting. I just, you know, would have liked it to focus on. Uh, I, I don't know. I I've, When I originally saw the trailer for this movie, I was like, oh, Kong. Uh, Kong is the good guy and Godzilla's just he doesn't give a shit anymore like let's just fucking take out all of them so I I just automatically assumed that Kong was going to be the more uh, I guess relatable character or Kaiju so uh, that's just my thoughts of course you know I haven't seen King of the Monsters so I can't give you a definitive answer you know um Having said that, let's just slide into some plugs. Aaron, what would you like to plug? Oh, you can come hang out with me on Twitter, 
Aaron Sini, S-E-A-N-E-Y. Um, also, usually on Tuesdays, this week it'll be on Sunday, I do a live show called Awesomely Average. I'll be uh, talking to Cameron Hawkins this week. Um, and then after the live version, you can find that at twitch.tv slash awesomelyaveragegaming, or you can check us on the VOD, youtube.com slash awesomelyaverage, or we're on all your favorite podcast services. Um, and then the last thing I want to plug is tomorrow night, there's a show called Game Source Network. Uh, that you can find on YouTube. Um, me and Jacob from Speaking of Stadia are going to be guests on there tomorrow, and we have kind of an announcement that we're going to do, which is pretty cool. Oh, so God, stay tuned to hear more about that. It's finally tomorrow. finalized. You guys are being funded by St- by Google. It's about time, you know? It's about time. You think that just happened? We've been funded for months. I knew it. I knew it. I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> 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 Ryan, what do you got to plug? I'll be plugging my Twitter, Ryan Line three zero five five for any hot takes I have, usually on anime and uh, forever else. I'll be showing up on the wide world of the internet. Okay, Holland, what do you got? Um, I'm going to kind of divert from my usual this time. Uh, it's April, and so this month is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and I was hoping to kind of bring some light to that. Um, right this year, um, they're focusing on building safe spaces online. Um, so you can go to nsvrc.org and you can kind of get more information and statistics, um, as well as learn how to practice digital consent, intervene when we see harmful content or behaviors, and ensure that our online spaces are respectful and safe for everyone. Okay. Wow. Uh, awesome. Do me a favor, please send me that link so I can put it in the description below. Of course. Okay. John, where could people find you? I'm on Twitter at NoisyShark. Um, I've been trying to work on stuff. My work has been really exhausting and inconsistent lately, but um, I'm still playing through all the mainline Mario games, trying to come up with like a retrospective going into like how all the Marios uh, compare to each other today. Um, I'm playing through Persona 5 Strikers. Whenever I can get that done, I'm going to make a review of that. Um, And also, once I get enough footage recorded, I'm going to be making a video review of Super Mario 3D World. Okay, cool. Plus, Fury, because it's the Switch version. Okay, cool. Um, You can find me on this channel. Uh, I believe Eric is streaming this week on Sunday, doing his solo stream. Uh, again, he just gave me a, a very non-descriptive answer of he's playing horror games. So we'll see what that means. I swear to God, if he shows up playing Cuphead, I will be very upset. What if he's just playing horrible games? Like he shows up and he's like, hey, guys, I uh, uninstalled all the patches in Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'd actually really appreciate that. I would love that. But of course, we know Eric is not that funny. So I'm sure he's probably going to be playing Resident Evil 7, talking about, you know, tall lady from Resident Evil 8. Um, That's the next movie we need. Godzilla versus Kong versus Lady Dimitriscu. (laughs) The fight is just so one-sided. I think that's just a porno, if I'm being honest with you. Oh no, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I had to say it. Um, 
we are uh like i said before the schedule for uh our content is up on the website and i'm sorry guys i had to say it um did you yeah, I did. I did. Because somebody else was going to say it in the comments if I didn't. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Um, hopefully we'll see uh, King Kong prequel pretty soon because I would love that. When you said that, Aaron, that would kill for me. Yeah, just them in Hollow Earth kicking ass, taking names. Yeah, be great. So big army. Yeah. Godzilla's oh. versus Kong's. You, that's what I was about to say. That's the next movie. At some point, Godzilla's versus Kong's. You have like, it's all in Kongonese, so like they're all just speaking ape language. Kongonese. <laughs> yeah, Kongonese. And and they're like having a war against the Godzilla. No, it's the almost Godzilla like a Planet of the Apes Kong. movie. Yes, it would be great if Planet of the Apes was tied to this. You know, it's going to be called the War for Hollow Earth. You heard it here first. I'm just saying. Okay. Oh. All right. If that's true, <laughs> yeah. we're having you back on. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much once again. Have a beautiful night. Bye. Bye. Good night.